It's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Are you ready? Let's make some noise, come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the Broad Street Line. I'm Roy Burton. Alongside me, as always, virtually, is my tag team partner, one Chris Domingo. Mr. Domingo, how are you doing this air quote Saturday morning, sir? <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I just feel like like the first week of 2021 is like that that like extending of 2020. Like I like I like I, I think at some point we might get to like a year of just not complete utter chaos but wrong <laughs> yeah not 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 quite there yet um obviously we are referencing the events that have occurred earlier this week um again we usually don't get too deep into politics on the show although we do sometimes this is, on the this on is our philly cam show this, this is, is yeah this is politics this it's is just politics. it's just life yes. it's just straight up life uh again when, you know, in the middle of a pandemic you know, in the middle of, you know, everything that's going on, you go, again, there's, oh, by the way, there's a coup at the Capitol. Um, and, and let's just, let, let me just say this, and I'm, I don't want to speak for you. If you want to speak after this, you can, you can, please feel free to, because I don't, don't want to speak for you. But I just want to say this. And again, what we saw earlier this week was disgusting. And, you know, you can use harsher words. We can't because of the FCC. But let me just say that, that anybody out there, anybody listening to this, if you try to equate, you know, the protests that we saw this summer, you know, against police brutality and inequality and, you know, extrajudicial killings and all that stuff, you know, by the people who are sworn to protect us. If you try to equate those protests to what we saw earlier this week from people storming the Capitol, assaulting police officers, destroying federal property, you're a dummy. You're telling on yourself. And I just want to let you know that, first of all. And second, let's say you let's say you equate the two. Let's say we actually you know, say, you know what? You're a dummy, but let's, let's for you, the sake of your argument, let's say we can equate the two, right? I just want you to realize the clear difference between the way those people were treated this week and the people last summer, the way they were treated when they were protesting. That's all. That's all uh, I'm going to say. Oh, 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 no, no. This is my 2021 year resolution that, I'll, that I'm going to probably do my best at more than I've ever done a New Year's resolution with. I will not engage these people ever. Mm-hmm. Like, like, it, it, like, I will do my best because, frankly, there's, like, I'll, I'll be truthful. Like, initially, when this whole Trump nonsense started years ago, I, I read books to figure out, like, how, how did these people get to this state of mind? Because, mm-hmm. I, I, like, I, like, no, it was just, just me educating myself. I well, that part of me is has been done for a long time ago. Like, trying to understand these people because. Trying to understand irrational people is a futile exercise. And after mm-hmm. and after this week, I sure as hell am done. And 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 we can go on the laundry list of like I don't know like things to discuss here. But 
if you're even not even the protest because frankly the protest like equating those two are just no, no. it's stupid no but if you want to just say if you want to rank the th the wrong things to do in life looting a store whatever target whatever versus infiltrating a federal building <laughs> and, and 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 trying to stage a coup like they're just not like, <laughs> like I, I don't even know what to tell you. Like right. it, it, but I've like I've just observed for years because like I, I I mean just observation. These people are deranged, and frankly, they have nothing to, and that's why these people are are scary because they really have nothing. They have nothing to lose because mm -hmm. they because they feel they've lost something, Correct. and like I and and I think that's what this administration was trying to regain was they were trying to make it great again but like they're trying to regain some sort of because man i unfortunately well thank god for playstation 5 because like no like because i've gone a rabbit hole of just like figuring out like why these people are, are are this way like i don't know but it's like it's past like i don't know trying to rationalize just yeah. call part of my friends if someone shows their rear end enough like mm -hmm. i don't know like Take take them for the rear end and say, you know, you're scum. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna associate you with this. Isn't like I don't know. Like, look, hopefully at some point we're gonna say, oh, like I don't know. You voted for Romney, like okay, like mm -hmm. I, like I, and like I did it, but that's fine. But we're not at that point, and right. it and <laughs> those are just the facts, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the fact. Like you said, like I can't, you know, I can't try to reason with it. I can't try to understand it anymore. Like you said, these are privileged people who, for whatever reason, think they're not privileged. And again, you saw the benefits of their privilege earlier this week because, again, if there were people who looked like me, looked like you, and looked like a lot of people who are listening to this show right now, if a thousand of us tried to do the same thing, that would have turned out a lot different, like a lot yeah. different. Oh uh, uh, no, and I think it, it was the the purpose because I've seen like I don't know these stories about like these old white ladies, like I don't know, like trying to like protest Obamacare and mm -hmm. they were just and they were treated differently from like it, it, it's and and this thing isn't just like this is seeping through institutions hence the institutional racism like I, I mean mm -hmm. it's not just like I don't know gen pop it's right. it's it's all over and I always say I'd rather see it like I need to see this because I need to see who the hell you are so like I don't know keep showing your rear end like, I don't know. So I can make an educated decision because frankly, these people can. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I did and, my really, really best to keep this. At, at <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I literally wrote a bunch of stuff down like about like because I'm like, you know, what? I got to I got to get this right, because if I just go off. Like, again, I got to edit this and I hate editing yeah. the show. I don't edit. I won't do that to you. But if you need to see my my true feelings, follow me on Twitter. Exactly right. You cannot follow him on Facebook because he did the right thing and got rid of that trash. Um, <laughs> I can't. I know. I thought about this yesterday. I was like, I cannot, and I emphasize not. Imagine what that cesspool looked like yesterday or today. Yeah. No. Like I know. That, like I didn't go. I, I didn't go digging. Um, I saw a couple things and I was like, all right, okay. But I, I didn't go. I didn't go digging. 
Um, but but again, because because mostly you know by and large you know like you know the the the, the cowards are being cowards and they're they're hiding and then the, the reasonable people are out and saying the reasonable things. So yeah. by and large, you know my personal feed is fine. But again, like I'm sure like in general, like the gen the, the Facebook gen pop, I'm sure it's a mess. Like I'm sure it's just just an absolute yeah. mess. And I'm not gonna like you said, I'm not gonna engage that. I'm not, I'm not gonna waste my energy on that. I mean, we're not and doing like, that. And and for me, I'm not an echo chamber person. I don't mm-hmm. need someone to keep spouting what I believe. Right. But there's just a line of just like I don't know, like decency and not decent, and like I, I like I just like I don't need non-decent people in my chamber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's it. That's it. That's yeah, it. So- no, like, no, and, <laughs> and, and unfortunately, like like I don't know to bring a full circle. I'm starting to not want like I want an echo chamber because I'm sick of talking about Carson Wentz. I well, really am. Well, no, but we have to though. This is our this is our job. We have to talk about Carson Wentz here on Philly Cam Radio, one hundred six point five FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. We talk about Carson Wentz all the time because this is what we do. You can also follow us on Twitter and listen to us talk about Carson Wentz on there. He is at SKD two one five. I am at the BS line. This weekend, all we're talking about. I don't say all we're talking about. We're mostly talking about Super Wild Card Weekend, ladies and gentlemen. The first ever Super Wild Card Weekend. Remember in when NFL people history. thought that like putting an extra wild card was bad. Well, now it's off. Well, unfortunately, with the events of this week is no one's really talking about wild card weekend, which people really should because you got a lot of good games and you got a lot of good, well, not good stories. I mean, like, well, like, it should be good stories, but now we're talking about half the Browns team having COVID. Yeah, yeah. But before we talk about Super Wild Card Weekend, before we talk about the Browns outbreak uh, with COVID-19. By the way, did that thing on Sunday happen this year? Or because it really felt like it happened, like like <laughs> you know, you know, it was funny. It was funny. I was I was putting together the rundown this week, and and we'll talk about it in a second. But well, the, the Chris Mortensen report, the whole Carson Wentz relationship fractured beyond repair. When I when I was like, oh, that came out Sunday. That was Sunday. <laughs> that was this week. This calendar week. Carson Wentz, you know, reportedly, according to Chris Mortensen, he said that his relationship with this team was fractured beyond repair. That was this week. That was this week. It's yeah, like, that was probably, what was that, Sunday morning? That was, that was Sunday morning. That was their, their <laughs> Sunday morning NFL show. Before week 17, like the NFL season was still going on. Before week 17 started, this is, that report came out. I was like, dude, this has been the longest week in the history of life. Yeah, no, the, the only, the only, and I mean air quote, only silver lining, and that's another air quote, is this, uh, the last, the events of the last couple of days eliminated that stupid story from earlier this week. Because yeah, like, well, now, because now people have like actual important things, things, things and, to talk and, about. And noteworthy thing because, because of course, people that I didn't expect to have the flaming takes had them. And I just, no, and like, that's the thing is like, and and what, not a surprise, Chris Long eloquently stated, the the T war tanking has been going on forever. Mm-hmm. But it's never and 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 not a surprise it happened in Philly. Like it, it's never been in in your face. It's never been because frankly it was blatant. Like I I I mean, and people can talk about oh, like I don't know, like Jalen Hurts wasn't playing good. Jalen Hurts was your rookie quarterback. You're trying to gather as much information from him. Hold on, let me, let, me, let me set the table. Let me set the table. Okay. For those who, those who do not know, Philadelphia Eagles lost to the Washington football team week 17 of this past season. In a meaningless game. In a meaningless game. Uh, well, meaningless to them. Meaningless to the Eagles. Um, yeah. They lost uh, 20, to, 20 to 14. No one cares about the final score. Most people don't even know the final score. Um, they lost to 20, they lost 20 to 14. Thanks to the loss, 
Um, the Eagles will now pick six in the NFL draft. If they won, they would pick a le- they would pick ninth. Now, because of the loss, what the Washington football team earned a spot in the NFL playoffs by winning the division. If Washington had lost the game, the New York football giants would have won the division uh, with a beautiful and pristine six and 10 record. Now who barely won week 17 against a terrible Cowboys team. Like yeah. that, like this, like I, I want to be Jack McCoy and lay out all the evidence. It's like, Hey, like, I, I, I mean, like, if this, if this, if, if the Giants had any leg to stand on, like, say, like, not that they didn't have a leg to stand on because they, they got no legs, but if they like emphatically beat the Cowboys and say, "Yo, we're on a roll," like, I, I mean, if it weren't for Wayne Gallman's butt, like, I, I, I <laughs> like the Cowboys probably would have won, and, this- and uh, Set the table again. All right, all right. So, so in this in said game again, which is basically meaningless to the Eagles other than draft position. Jalen Hurts started off the game pretty well. He was pretty bad all the whole game. Seven to twenty. Did have two rushing touchdowns. Um, and but you know, despite all the efforts of the Eagles to give the game to the Washington football team, um, the Eagles were still in the game. Uh, it was still a three point game. Yeah, going and into- I blame. And, oh, sorry, Roy. And yeah. and along with Roger Goodell flexing this, I blame the Redskins because how. Did they not take advantage of this? Like, I, I mean, I thought that because obviously the Haskins thing is 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 a like it's an issue, and the fact your your quarterback has one functional leg. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, this like it like I really thought this, but obviously the quarterback is important, and they just couldn't take advantage of the situation. So again, it was a three point game going into the fourth quarter. It was a report on Twitter that said Nate Sudfeld was warming up and, you know, taking some snaps from Jason Kelsey. So we're like, all right, well, this is a little weird. Although earlier in the week, Doug Peterson said, you know, we might try to get Nate Sudfeld some work. The fact of the matter is it was a three-point game. The Washington looked trash. The Eagles looked trash. I mean, it was, a, it was a winnable game. It was a very winnable game. It appeared to be a winnable game. Nate Sudfeld comes in and promptly, promptly, promptly makes it an unwinnable game. Um, two turnovers on his first two drives. He threw an, an interception, which is basically like a punt. Um, down the field. And then on the second drive, it was a bad snap by Jason Kelsey. Nate Sudfeld couldn't couldn't pick it up. Washington gets the ball. They score 20 to 14. Game set match. It's over. That was that. Now after the game and for multiple days after the game, um there were there was some whether it was faux outrage, real outrage, I don't know. But sports news, sports networks, and media people, and people all over the world just was were all up in arms about the Eagles disrespecting the game of football. Um, Sal Palantonio, who we thought was family, turned out to be a snitch. He said that there needs to be a forensic investigation into what we saw, possibly fines. Joe Judge said the Eagles, was, the Eagles were Dominion. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Joe Judge said that one of his coaches couldn't see his mama or something like during a week and during a year, and, and people gave up so much. And and the, the Giants yeah, did it. Thirty other one teams, jackass. Yeah, and the Giants did they they did their season with respect or some garbage, or whatever like that. So so everybody was so there was that, and people basically dragging Nate Sudfeld through all sorts of cow manure, you know, for, for the first two I days. Mean, and, 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 like, once again, the collateral damage is Nate Sudfeld. That dude is just like a – he's just a dude trying to, like – he's, yeah, he's just a dude trying to put some tape, some some good tape out there. That's all. Like, he, I mean, it didn't work out for him, but, I mean, he's just trying, you know, trying his best. 
Um, so then, so there's that. And then reports came out. I don't know when the Jeff McLean report came out. I believe it was Monday. Um, he, he reported from the Inquirer, Jeff McLean reported that people on the Eagles sideline were, quote, shocked and outraged, end quote, and a few had to be held back from approaching Doug Peterson on the sidelines during the game. Miles Sanders, who did not dress for the game, said, quote, nobody. For no reason, like for no reason other than rest. (laughs) (laughs) He said, quote, nobody liked the decision. Kayvon Wallace, who actually played in the game, probably because everybody else was hurting out. He was subtweeting his own team on Twitter saying, basically, you play to win the game. You only play to win. This is the reason why you play. I don't even know. This is crazy. Whatever. So the leaders on the team had to come out and say, hey, we kind of figured out. So, well, the de facto leaders, the guys with the C's on their chest, Brandon Graham came out and said, yeah, we kind of knew Sudfeld was going to come in at some point. Jason Kelsey, he went no tap on us. He hit us with the IG apology, um, the the multi-page IG apology. And he said that he talked to Doug Peterson. He said, yo, Sudfeld coming in. He learned Sudfeld was coming in. He went to take some snaps with them. He took the blame for the second turnover, which was really a bad snap. And he said, Basically, Sutterfeld's a good guy. We knew this was going to happen. You know, we can win him with anybody. The company line, blah, 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 blah. Obviously, the other players were not aware of the company line. <laughs> no, they were not. Miles Sanders was not. Kayvon Wallace he, was not. Even though Miles Sanders didn't have a problem not playing. Yes. Because, yeah, like, like, there are so many layers. Like, there's a lot. There's a lot like, here. No, there's a lot of layers <laughs> wrong. And mm-hmm. for me, the last layer of it being wrong is, like, the Eagles owing a damn thing to the Giants. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, like, I, 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 like, once again, this is not trying to understand racist. But I understand, like, I don't know, that, that, that Gen Pop sports fans were taken aback by the blatancy. I don't even know if that's a word. The, the, blatant, the, the blatantness of just pulling – a rookie quarterback or trying to get information on for a third string quarterback. Like, I, I mean, but if you're from Philly, you're kind of used to it. Like, like, like I was like, I was giggling. Cause I'm like, wow, they really are trying to just not win the game. Well, but, no, well, Doug, well, Doug said in the post game press conference and on Monday, he said we were trying to win the game. That's my only problem with all this. That's my only problem with all this. Don't lie to me and say you're trying to win the game. Don't no, lie to me. Like, no, don't but, lie to me. Well, well, what do you expect him to say? Yeah, I know, but don't lie to me. Just don't, like, I I, I, I don't Just figure out something. Just <laughs> tell me something. Tell me something good, like, like the song says. Tell me something good. Tell me something that I can quasi-believe. Don't say you pulled Nate Sutherfield out there. Uh, you pulled you pull Jalen Hurts to put in Nate Sutherfield, and you were still trying to win the game. Don't okay. tell me that. Don't, don't, okay, don't tell, so, me. Just tell me. Just tell me we have seen enough out of – tell me this. We had seen enough out of Jalen Hurts. We didn't want him to get him hurt. You know, we feel we feel good with Nate Sutherfield out there. We wanted to get him some film. You know, he's a free agent. Blah 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 blah. Just tell me, just tell me that. Just tell me you we know, didn't want to get Jalen Hurts hurt. Like, just just tell me that. That's fine. Like, <laughs> like I can live with that. Don't tell me you're trying okay. to win. Don't tell me you're trying to win because you weren't. Because okay. you weren't. So, other than that, what is your second thing that you that raises a question about the Eagles now or going forward? Well, with with that with that game, no, yeah, with with the aftermath, no, with the so players, so with the players, frankly, some of the players, either it's communication right. with 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 the with the coaches and the players or the leaders, because like I I, like, <laughs> I I hear a lot of thing about self policing, like and and the Eagles, frankly, this this leadership 
they haven't been able to police themselves for, and, and, and it's not just this year. It's been going on for way too long. Like, I, I, I mean, like the anonymous sources, the Josina Anderson stuff, the Carson Wentz stuff, this doesn't happen on, on well-run locker rooms. Mm-hmm. And that for me is like, people want to like dump on Doug and, and, and you know what, like, like I told you offline, it's like, when does like having a job just, or when does like having to take these fake bullets for like, I don't know, like this entire organization. Cause he really is like, because you rail it because you see how it rose in. Like, I don't know, like going all like, it's, it's my fault, but he ain't the one every week. That's, and that, that has to take all the, the beating. And, right. And, and and no one can tell me and you think oh a few days after Doug reportedly gets a a reassurance or not even a reassurance it's like yo it ain't time for us to fire your ass but we'll keep you so mm-hmm. it, it, it was a it was a tepid assurance that you'll be back for him to go rogue and, and you're not doing this without like at least upper management blessing. And even that upper upper management busting. So that's when you say I'm sorry, when you say doing this, you mean you mean switching to Sudfeld? Tanking. Like I don't know, okay. doing whatever okay. doing whatever it takes in your power to not win this game. And like I, I like mm-hmm. and it it like if you want to do a synopsis on the on the Eagles as an organization, it all starts at the top. Like I I I mean like starts with Howie, starts with like and like his you, you got to include Jeff Lurie in here. Like, I, I mean, like, he's always wants to be this, like, model, the the gold standard. Da, da, da. It's like, dude, he's the one that's, like, I don't know, like, causing all this. Like, he could easily, like, I don't know, do I want my owner to interject more on football operations? No. But if your asset is looking like crap, might, maybe it is time for you to, like, I don't know, like, interject yourself a little more. I don't know. But, but for players, rookies in second year or third year or whatever the hell Miles Sanders to like not know their role is an indictment on this entire organization because frankly Kayvon Wallace should be saying a damn thing like or like he should be like some a a coach or more for me a player like I don't know Rodney McLaughlin's not there but Jalen Mills should be like yo if anyone asks you about this tow the company line these guys didn't even care about that that, and, that, and that's that's the thing when you ask me, you know, what was the thing I took about uh, out about this other than you know, don't lie to me. Basically, it's like there's some issue, there's some issue with communication in that locker room. Whether it's Doug to the like you said, whether it's Doug to the the, the players. Well, it's probably Doug to the players and, and vice versa. Because <laughs> again, like if it was the plan was, and Doug said it in the media. Doug said, you know, it's like we might you know try to get like beat some some snaps. If that's the plan, and he told the media. I would assume on some level he would have had the same conversation with the, those guys in the locker room. And if he had that conversation with those guys in the locker room and Kayvon Wallace and Miles Sanders and whoever else is going to, you know, come up to him on the sideline, if those guys still had a problem with it. Then there's an issue. There's some, some, uh, there's a communication breakdown somewhere. Because yeah. obviously, obviously they didn't, they didn't get the message. Like those two did even, not get the message. Or even a respect of, of your coaches and players. Like, I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, like Kayvon Wallace wasn't interviewed. He like, he said it with his chest, like, mm-hmm. un, like, un, like, like, un, un, like, like, I don't know, like, just randomly. Like, it's not like he was in an interview and, and someone asked him. He felt the need to say it, which, like, it just shows that 
even though they're bringing Doug back, it's like I don't know how much how much stone you're going to get from this Doug Peterson coaching era. Mm-hmm. And and to be honest, where I understand why they're not making the move because I believe that Howie and Doug have need to own this mess, like from the talent to the players to everything. Like I think it would be unfair right now with the cap situation they're in and just the frankly the team turmoil they're in to bring someone in and say fix this w- without having draft picks and cap space to change it. So. Like, I mean, Jeff, Jeff's like saying, yo, you made this mess. I'm giving you one more shot to fix it. Yeah. So, so, so Chris alluded to it. Um, so, um, we got assurances last, well, this week, again, the longest week ever. We got assurances. No, it was before, it was before the game. I think it was like Saturday. Um, we got assurances that Doug Peterson, um, and Howie Roseman would all basically all but be back next year, um, as head coach, um, and general manager of this team, uh, um, respectively. Um, we did get word um, that the defensive coordinator, Jim Schwartz, would not be back with the team this year. And he actually issued a statement on Thursday this year, uh, this week, um, thanking the, C- the city for, you know, five great years and the Super Bowl. And um, again, I know a lot of people had issues with, with Jim Schwartz and, you know, the whole sticks defense and, and all sorts of kind of bend, but don't break stuff. If you look at the numbers, this Eagles defense was was pretty good for by and large during its during its tenure. This was the worst defense he had as an Eagles head coach or defensive coordinator. And they were still 15th. They were still ranked yep. 15th in DVOA. He had two top five defenses. Obviously, we're gonna love him forever for the Super Bowl defense. But I mean, he's had top 15 defenses every single year, and that's a pretty decent accomplishment. Um, in, it, it, in spite of an offense ramp not playing complimentary football often in the last two years. And in spite of completely neglecting um, high picks on defensive players for the most part, um, never never really addressing line, but the linebacker position, um, despite cornerbacks who don't pick the ball off. Um, I mean, this defense, like, again, given the circumstances and given the resources allocated to that side of the ball, I think they did pretty well. Um, so kudos to Jim Schwartz, um, who will not be back next year. He said he's going to take a year off and kind of, you know, collect his thoughts and kind of see if he's going to get back into coaching. To be honest, Roy, can you blame him for one in the league? I don't blame him. His contract was up. So, I mean, like, I mean, and they didn't seem any intent on extending him. Um, but, again, if I were Jim Schwartz, I don't know if I would have, would have taken the extension um, given all the noise. Like you said, you know, with the they got to own this mess. Howie and Doug got to own this mess. And, and this might be a very tumultuous season. We haven't, even, we haven't even talked about the biggest mess they have to own. No, we'll get to that in a minute. Uh, we got some more coaching news because we found out earlier, we found out also this week that Rick Scangarello and Marty Morningweg, two guys that were, um, I think, the were probably. The collective. Yeah, I think we're probably um, on the advice of Jeffrey Lurie saying, bring dudes inside to help you out with your quarterback. Um, those two guys who were brought in, um, they will not be coming back next year to head uh, to be the 17-headed monster, um, the offensive coordinator monster that the Eagles had this year. And according to Jeff McClain, the Eagles are expected to hire a formal offensive coordinator this year. Did not have a formal one this year. Doug Peterson called the plays. To be determined is the fate of Chris Domingo's favorite coach, Press Taylor. So we got you know, like Roy. I I know it's like called the like like clamor for an OC and all that, but like obviously if you're if you're Doug, you got to get someone that that has West Coast offense, like I don't know experience, right? You're not you're not bringing in like an Arthur Smith, like you're not bringing a new wall, like like the philosophy is still the same. Like I just don't know, like I don't know with this philosophy and with these players, how much 
play calling is going to help. Like, I, I mean, like, will it help a little bit to, like, scheme guys open? Yeah. But at some point, the scheming isn't, doesn't work. You need to, able to be able to beat your man one-on-one. You need to have separation. You need to be able to get catch the ball. Like, and I don't, like, like I, I know, like, will an offensive coordinator work that help? Yes. But is it this fix-all? And is it the fix all with the quarterback? Like I don't like like I don't know how like if you were to bring this quarterback back, which I I still don't believe that's going to happen. It's like how is a, an offensive coordinator, say a Jim Caldwell, mm-hmm. going to like I don't know like um, like miraculously fix this fractured relationship? I I like I, like someone needs to talk me into believing that an offensive coordinator can even moderately make this better. So, so here's the thing. And I, I think I, I understand what you're saying. Cause I think you're, I think in part you're saying that this team, you know, like execution was a bigger, was a bigger yes. issue than, <laughs> than scheme. Like, like you just have guys who just can't execute. Like that, that was a bigger problem than the scheme, scheming these guys or whatever. These and guys then, were running into each other on motion. I like, I and look, I like, I'm not going to, I hear you. <laughs> like you, like you might be right. But that said, again, you have, quarterback aside like you you have a guy like miles sanders who again you should try to get in the space a lot you should try to get him the ball a lot again you had he was a pretty decent weapon out of the backfield last year i mean due to multiple issues and again we can talk about the drops and all that stuff you didn't even throw him the ball this year like you didn't even try to get him the ball in space you know on swing passes and stuff like that this year you need to get a guy like jalen rager in space obviously you didn't try to you didn't do a lot of that this year you know maybe you i mean you have other options like you have there are some players on offense that you can probably scheme better. I think an offensive coordinator, I think a, a Jim Caldwell type of guy, having one guy and not having Press Taylor and Rich Gangarello and Doug Peters, not having 17 guys in a room. If you have one one specific philosophy, I think having that one guy having the say would make things easier on these guys, which is why they wouldn't be running into each other. I think and, it makes it easier. And and I I I 50-50 believe that. Okay. But it still doesn't like. Do we know if these guys weren't getting open because the quarterback play was so bad? Right, like, it's hard I, to evaluate. This is, right. this is like this is what I tell people. It's like a quarterback, a half decent, like a quarterback you're paying thirty million dollars to should be able to overcompensate for guys not getting. Like I, this is what is and people it's it's not registering is this, the quarterback play with Carson and even Jalen. Like I, I, I mean, like, was so subpar that I don't know if these guys weren't getting open or like I know like with competent quarterback because th- these tight ends didn't do anything for like mm-hmm. for three months, yeah. like, and these guys were able to do something for for years. What happened to Zach Ertz? Like, uh, did, well, no, like maybe like he just is just old and just mm-hmm. not feeling it. Like after the whole contract situation, but Dallas got Dallas Goddard's been healthy or whatever. Like no one's healthy, but healthy enough for the last. He was hurt a little bit this year. But what has Dallas Goddard done? He he should have been like getting all the catches. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he missed what like four, like four or five games this year. Like he missed a bunch of time in the middle middle of the season. Um, Like he missed. Like like, I'm not gonna. It's gonna sound like I'm making excuses. The fact of the matter is, like you said, like. Pretty much everybody, every offensive player on the side of, and on 
well, every skill position player on the offensive side of the ball underachieved this year. Period. Yeah. Like every, but, but for me, I am not willing to like put it at the at the feet of anyone else. Like mm-hmm. going forward, it doesn't matter about anything. Like, like it doesn't. You need to fix the quarterback position, and I don't know whether it's I like if if you ask me what what would I do, I just because I'm a numbers guy and I frankly don't feel like investing. Thirty million dollars for the next two years on a guy who, who is broke, and got broke for I have no for a litany of reasons that, uh, frankly, a franchise quarterback shouldn't be broken for. It's like I don't want to devote that to. So, so if, if that's your philosophy, you need to get a dude in that can develop a quarterback, and that and that for me is the biggest thing. Like calling plays is cute and all that jazz, but you need to solidify this quarterback because right now it's a mess because you because i like after four games and i I know i i was probably guilty of it like the first game and a half jail i'm not sure jalen hurts is that good all right well let's let's take a break here i think it's a good spot to take a break because we can come back we'll talk about carson wentz we'll talk about whether or not this is salvageable in any way uh with the philadelphia eagles and and, because there's a lot to discuss when it comes to if it's not then what do the eagles do in the draft what do the eagles do in free agency what do they, they do going forward again and what might be, what looks to be, you know, the, the, the fix-it year for how you're oh, no, no, Doug this Peterson. really looks like the last stand for, the, for, for, for Doug and Howard. Like, yeah, I, I, I mean, like, like if if you go 5-11 again, everyone gets Like, because yeah. even Jeff Lurie, to, to, loyal to a fault with Howie Roseman, I don't think he could even survive this. I don't, I don't think it is. So let's take a break here. Again, we'll talk about Carson and all that on the other side. You're listening to the Broad Street Line, 106.5 FM, WPPM LP, Philadelphia. I think I'm cute. I know I'm sexy. I've got the look. The drives are cool. While I've got the mood. That really move on. I said chill. Welcome back to the show alongside Kristen Mingon, Roy Burton. Segment number two of the show. We left off talking about Carson Wentz. I think we pick it back up. Carson Wentz, according to, again, the story we said earlier, we reported about, or we mentioned earlier, the report from Chris Mortensen from ESPN. According to him, the relationship between Wentz and the team is, quote, fractured beyond repair. Adam Schefter agrees with the sentiment. He says he doesn't think... Carson Wentz will be back. Again, that's just speculation on Car- on Adam Schefter's part. Rob Motti, the local AP reporter here in Philadelphia, says Wentz, he wrote an article saying Wentz needs time away to think about his future. Hopefully, he's, he's hopeful, Wentz is, that it won't end in divorce. Haven't discussed, he hasn't discussed his future with team officials yet, although that report was from earlier this week. So I would assume by the end of this week, by the time you hear this, I would assume that at least an initial conversation has happened. However, a lot of stuff needs to happen, and it needs to happen before March 19th, which is the third day of the league year, which is when the Eagles uh, are due, or when Carson Wentz is due, his 2022 roster bonus of $15 million that has huge salary cap implications on this. So, Chris Domingo, we're staring at a quarterback, Carson Wentz, who was awful this year, who, despite missing the last four weeks, still tied for the NFL lead in interceptions, a man who had a passer rating a tenth of a point higher than the man with the worst passer rating, Sam Darnold, 72.8 to 72.7. Um, you know, we have new offensive minds in the locker room. 
Can can this can this be fixed in Philadelphia? Um, I for me, Roy is if you're Harry Roseman and Doug Peterson, it is it worth the effort to fix it? Like, is the is the is the is the reward, which isn't like this elixir to say, oh, if you bring in Jim Caldwell, Carson Wentz is going to be back to twenty. I hear about twenty seventeen again. Jesus Christ! No, like, like, say is is bringing back Carson Wentz for two years because, like, it, it, you're not bringing him back for 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 one. Like, I, I mean, that fifteen million dollar twenty two twenty two sign. Uh, like that's guaranteed. That's almost guaranteeing you he's going to be here for two years. Is is the is the monetary investment plus the coaching investment worth the possibility that you might wreck, resurrect this guy? Maybe I don't even know to reasonable Carson Wentz levels worth it. And for me, it's not. I like and and. I don't, and, and these guys have egos out, out the wazoo. And well, can Carson, like, can Carson, like, can they come to some sort of middle ground to say, yo, I F this part up? Because frankly, I'm not seeing that from one side. Mm-hmm. Like, I, like I, I'm hearing about a lot of what, what the coach can do. But no one, no one sat me down to say, yo, the quarterback needs to be A, B, C. Obviously, he needs to be better. But what does be better mean? And no, and, and no one can answer that question. It, it's oh, what they need to get him more receivers. They need to get him this. It's like, is Carson Wentz the first quarterback in the NFL that's had a bad situation? No, no, of course, of course not. I, I guess the answer to go, the question to me, because again, you said it, I said it. I think everybody knows this. Like this is this is the last. This could be the last ride for Howie and Doug. And if you're Howie and Doug, and I think it was probably a decision yeah. that the, the two yeah. of them need to make oh, together. Sorry, right. yeah, no, I, I'm sorry. Right, it's like. Do Doug and Howie want their last stand to be with this dude? Even right. because I, I this is just me just inferring or just analyzing being Dr. Melfi. It's like a part of them might believe they're on their last stand because of this dude. Mm-hmm. Because of, of this. It's like, if do you want to hit, hit your your last hurrah on a guy that you believe is is has put you here? And and I'm not saying the uh, and I'm not saying the the alternative is better because I'm not sure, but it's cheaper and it's newer and and more receptive because I think that's like I'm not sure if this quarterback's receptive to the coaching. I think the question for them is again since this is their last stand, who is who is again which quarterback basically is going to has a better chance to save their jobs? I think that's I think that's their question. When Who do they, you think it is? If they think, well, let me say, if they think it's Carson Wentz, then you know, invest whatever you need to invest. You know, keep his buddy YouTube Taylor around. Get you know what, do whatever you need to do. You know, draft a wide receiver. You know, whatever. Do whatever you need to do to put him in the best position to win in twenty twenty one. If you don't think, if you think Jalen Hurts is that guy, then you got to get put Carson Wentz on the first thing smoking. I mean, that's oh, what it is. Uh, and and we got to factor in the other side. Does Carson Wentz want to be here? Just yeah, does Carson Wentz want to be here? Well, I mean that that, that might be the that might be quite conversation number one. I mean, because again, Carson Wentz doesn't want to be here. Then he doesn't. No, you know, because then, it, it, right. this is the origin of the story. It's yeah. like it, like the or like the Mort the Mort report didn't say that the Eagles were looking to get rid of him. Carson Wentz is like, I'm done. 
So how the hell do you go from being because Carson Wentz, according to Moore, just didn't just start being done. Right. <laughs> like I, I mean this like how do you one get over it and two because and, and it's not even the it, it it's not the whole oh he needs to fix his delivery. He needs to fix the mentals. Yeah. Like and, and can you fix the mentals in an off season? Right. Well, and, and that's, I mean, and that, again, that's the hardest question. And again, can you fix the mentals in the offseason? But you have to make the decision on that in two months. Like you have to make that decision. You have to know, you have to say, you have to get figure out if Carson Wentz is in a good mind state and then kind of project where you yes. see Carson Wentz is going to be, you know, with an offensive coordinator he's never worked with before, with some skill position players, he's never, position players he's yes. never worked with before, you know, other guy, like a whole lot of other variables. You got to predict, you got to predict all this stuff in March. Yeah, no, like this would be a lot easier for me is if if Carson Wentz was, was just dealing with some accuracy issues or like I don't know, feet work. Like this is this is mental. I, I would say 85% of it is mental. He's always been turnover prone. Mm-hmm. But it, it but the mentals are impacting him to be like turnover prone times 10. Like that's like like that's the element that that makes me weary about this going forward. Right. And look, and not to belabor this point, I'll, I'll, end, I'll end my statement here. If if for 2021, if Carson Wentz is all in, like if he says, I'm all in, I th- I think that your best chance to win football games in 2021 specifically is with Carson Wentz. If you put the right things around next year. What, what are the right, right things? I, well, again, the whatever what offensive coordinator, whatever scheme, whatever Carson Wentz needs scheme wise. No, no, to, no, to, no, 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 no. Like, what does Carson Wentz need to do? Like, I, I, I mean, because like all, well, like all you said, it's, like it's mental. I can't tell you, like, yeah, mentally. You know, no, this is why it's like it's hard to like really have a conversation about because right. it people don't, don't want to talk about people's mentals. Like, it's easy to say, yo, Doug needs. Doug needs to do this. Doug needs to Doug needs to relinquish play calling. Doug needs to call more run plays. How he needs to get a receipt. I asked what like and, and and the problem is no one. It's it's almost impossible to come up with an answer without mm-hmm. looking like a a jerk. Like right. I, I I mean because really Carson needs to get his mental ish together. Like mm-hmm. I, I mean like that is for me that's step one. And and will will that take some reassurance from from Doug and Howie to say yo we got your back. And more importantly, does having Carson Wentz's back mean you can keep that you that you that you keep Jalen Jalen Hurts? Because isn't this like I don't know the straw that broke the camel's back with his mentals? With with Carson's mentals? Yes. Well, again, we're like, we're, we're we're assuming, but that appears to be the case. Yeah. No. But how do you fix someone's mentals if if the thing that's ruining the mentals is still there? If okay, if <laughs> and again, we're 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 kind of you know, kind of trying to dig into Carson Wentz's mind right now. But if Carson Wentz, if like all right, if I sit, I gotta sit the Carson Wentz down. Like, look, do you want to be here? Yes. Yeah. Okay. You do you have a problem with like Jalen Hurts ain't like I'm telling Carson 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 Wentz. Jalen Hurts ain't going nowhere. Okay. Like, like Jalen Hurts ain't going nowhere, and he's probably gonna battle you for your job. Okay. Are you right. are you okay? Are you okay with that? All right, but you're saying that you're not yes. saying. Yo, you're not saying, yo, we're all in on you. No. You're the number one. No. You're not going to have to battle. Like, no. like, So it's not unconditional. No. I, I will say Carson Wentz, look, 
You got to fight for this thing. But I will, <laughs> I, will, I, will, I will, I will, I will put you in the right position. I will give you, uh, you know, I, I'll give you, you know, door to door lift service, and I'll give you like uh, <laughs> butler, and I'll give you everything you need to be successful. I'll give you everything you need to be. Su- you got to fight. You got to show me something. But I will, I will, I will. I will kind of, I will even tip the scales a little bit in your favor, but you got to help me out. You got to help me out. But but if you're in about this fight, then you can go. But I'll help you. Is that realistic and reasonable? Is, a reasonable real- re- is it a reasonable request to give? And is it a reasonable request to receive? I think so. I think it is. Okay. I think it is, but that that being said, again, without knowing about Carson's mental God, and, man, and I his really chicken, wish we had no man. I wish we, I really wish we had it because I have like because we could really talk about like I don't know what like no because I'm sorry like I don't know Carson wants to just toughen up. Listen, <laughs> sorry, like I, I don't disagree. No, like that's the like this is where sometimes people like I don't know like because the mentals you really but but damn man. Like, I don't know, like, just want it. Like, I don't know, like, if you're being disrespected, like, I don't know, show that your light year is better than Jalen Hurts. Because, frankly, I think he is. With the right mentals. With the right mentals. The, right mentals. The, the operative, shout out to Marshawn Lynch, man. Because, no, like, the, with in the right state of mind, Carson mm-hmm. Wentz is, I would say, noticeably, if not light years better than Jalen Hurts. 100%. One hundred percent, and that's why I think you owe. I don't. I think you owe it to everybody involved. You, but you being Doug and Howie, Doug and Howie and Carson, all of them know that for everybody's best interest, it's in everybody's best interest to stay together to figure this out. Because again, Doug. I mean, he's shown you can work with Doug. I mean, I know I don't know what the situation's like now, but figure out whatever it is you all need to figure out between yourselves to kind of make it work. Because again, you guys all know that the three of you working together can do great things. And right now, today, 2021, a good Carson Wentz is better than a good or whatever Jalen Hurts you get next year. Yeah. No, like, and, I think that's clear. And, and I and probably I'm like a classic Carson hitter, but I'm not I'll readily admit that. Like I, I mean mm-hmm. like like Carson Wentz's upside right now, today, today is probably significantly higher than what Jim because I'm sorry, this is why Jalen Hurts was a second like he like being a second round quarterback says a lot about your potential. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, for for every cap, there's what, 70? Like I don't know, like not, not even Christian Hackenberg. Like, like I don't know. Like like for for every one Kaepernick, there's like maybe what, two Andy Daltons, and then there's like 70 Christian Hackenberg. Yeah. No, it, and, and again, it's like as much as this team, you know, wants to call themselves a quarterback factory, um, they don't really have any quarterback factory that you quarterback right now that you know is going to go into twenty twenty one as a, a bona fide, you know, competent NFL starter. Um, by the way, Howie Roseman earlier this week said he regretted the quarterback factory comments um, in his in his post season press conference. And he also said this year was disappointing, embarrassing, and frustrating. Which again, I guess is what you have to say when you go four, four eleven and one. Um, so I, we're not going to go through, and I, I, I didn't. I should have told you this, but we're not going to go through your your stats, your your projections, no, because they were disgusting for the quarterback. Not your projections. The quarterback play was disgusting. I do want to let people know that Miles Sanders did had, lead the lead team in rushing with 867 yards and six touchdowns. He missed some time. He wasn't used a lot. Travis Fulgham led the team in receiving yards. With <laughs> He's been invisible for like eight weeks. Yeah, with 539 on 38 catches. 
Uh, Jalen Rager, your your rookie wide receiver, had a beautiful 31 catches for 396 yards and a touchdown. And Jay Jaw had four catches for 85 yards. <laughs> okay, I'm going to ask you because, before because because this becomes hot stove after this episode. Yeah, I need two predictions. Uh huh. What do the Eagles do with this quarterback situation? And two, does the second round pick from the 2019 draft even make the 2021 roster? All right, here's all right. Prediction one. I I said this on Birds Outsiders. I'll say it again. You I did. Think, I think they try to figure this out. I think they keep Carson Wentz. I think they bring an OC, and I think they try to figure this out. Okay. As far as J. Joe, he gone. He gone. <laughs> He gone. He ain't. He ain't coming. He will be. He will not be here when they start the season, September tenth. Whatever the whatever the fifty three man roster is, he will not be on it. You know, what my ball prediction is he's not only off the Eagles. He's out of the league. I, the only reason, the only thing that stops me is Mac Hollins. But Mac Hollins has special teams ability, so he does some other things. Mac and, Hollins flashed at least. Yeah, Mac Hollins flashed. Like he showed you a couple flashes. He had that big play this this year with the with the the Dolphins and that. The that only thing JJ will be um, known for is that damn picture with his mom. No, well he picked. Remember he picked up the ball in the end zone this year. Oh no! Um, it's still the no, like I, I mean, listen, that, <laughs> that will be his lasting legacy. Oh gosh, yeah, yeah. So that was JJ. Um, by the way, defensively, Marcus Epps uh, led the team in interceptions with two. Um, this team had one interception by a cornerback all season. That was Darius Slay, which was like what week fifteen or whatever it was. <laughs> Um, and they had eight interceptions all year, which is almost impossible. They had three in the first 13 weeks. Three and eight interceptions all year. Oh, oh no, we didn't even talk about the hot stove. Is hmm. they they were able to renegotiate the contracts of two fine players they did. that will not be on the team in 2021. Yeah, Malik Jackson and um, Alshon Jeffrey. Um, both of them renegotiated the contracts. I forget what the number was they're going to save. It's a pretty decent number. Yeah. Um, but they got to save a whole lot of decent numbers because they're significantly <laughs> over over the cap. Um, again, the Roy, 15th, yeah, Roy, obviously with with this cap space, there's going to be a name that I think people uh, like. There, there's going to be a player that will not be here. That that is an established player that has. That people will be, I would be more than mildly surprised, will not be here. If you had to guess, who would I be? Uh, see, I'm I'm not 100% there yet. The, the guy, if I had to guess a guy, and, I, and again, I don't know if it's more for age reasons or salary cap reasons. I mean, if I had to guess a guy today, I'd say Jason Kelsey. Um. I don't know anybody else offhand who I would say like who who would be a surprise because like if Jalen Mills is going, it's whatever you know like Fletcher some of these Cox. guys, some of these like Fletcher Cox would be a surprise. I don't think he's the guy. I don't think put he, it down. Put it down here. Post June one trade, Fletcher Cox. Fletcher Cox. Mm, you know what? And again, I wouldn't. Well, look, I'm at this point like this team's trash. So I'm not going to be upset about trading anybody. Basically, not name Miles Sanders. Um, I'd be a little. I'd be a little surprised. No who surprise. would be who would be more surprising to be let go? Not by a trade or cut. Like I, I like the thing is, like, these guys are still good. It's just they're not on an aging, mediocre team. They're just I don't know. Yeah, like, there's, there's no. Like, I mean, like, God bless Fletcher Cox. There's not not really a need on them on a four and eleven team. And team is going to be at best eight and eight next year. So I mean, yeah. like, no. You know, if, if you had to uh, say who would be less, more surprising to be let go, Fletcher Cox or Brandon Graham? 
You said more surprising? Yeah. I'd probably be more surprised with Brandon Graham just because he just gives the year he had this year. I mean, yeah, I'd, be exactly. more surprised. And, I'd be more surprised. And Graham. because defensive ends like more of like, but but on the flip side though, you might be able to get something for him. A, you, a, you can get something for him. B, you got a couple of not was a younger dude, but like younger guys who aren't that bad. Like Josh Sweat's not a bad guy. Like you, you could get, you could probably get by with Derek Barnett and Josh Sweat and you know, rotation. I'm not sure if you can get a first round pick for Brandon Graham, but I'm not entirely sure you can. Yeah, I was about to say, I don't know if you got uh, – you get a high two. You get a high yeah, two for Brandon Graham. No, yeah. and, and at this point, you need capital and you need to get off capital because you got a lot of capital. I would, But I would move Fletcher Cox in front of Brandon Graham. I really would. Would you move any of the offensive tackles before those guys? Or are you just <laughs> – like Andre Diller. <laughs> like, what are we doing? No, no, no. Oh. If, if you could trade Lane Johnson. Ugh, no, nah, see – I, yeah, the Lane Johnson, I wouldn't touch. Okay, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would, actually, I probably wouldn't touch that line. Because okay. again, when that line's healthy, they're like, they're like the line is probably the least concern that you have next year. Like okay. you know, like the, the Lane Johnson and Brandon Brooks and whatever, whatever happens to Jason Kelsey, but it's fine because you have Sayamalo and Sayamalo's fine. I mean, you can figure out that line. And Jordan Mailata is fine. Like you, you're going to have a capable to to above average offensive line next year if everybody's healthy. So what I wouldn't, you're I wouldn't is, touch it. this all season, if you like whoever the quarterback is, you need to double down on this offense. Double down because I because I think you're gonna have to make some tough decisions on defense. Like I, I mean, like sixty million dollars isn't gonna come. I mean, like or like through the air. You're gonna have yeah. to make. I, I feel you're gonna have to make a hard decision there. Like, yeah, like Fletcher Cox is probably the. I mean, you're probably right because again, like that money's in that line, so you're gonna have to cut the line. Yeah, you know, and no, so. for a line that that's lost the defensive coordinator and to is old. Mm-hmm. And like, I just feel like that upside's maxed. So you might just want to just cash that chip. And of course, again, the Eagles have the sixth pick in the first round. They can go a bunch of different ways. Although it appears Jamar Chase a lot. Of, well, well, that that's what some say. Now, some say Jamar Chase. Um, who was that that said Jamar? Um, I have the I have the list. Where was it? I had it. I forget it. Oh, in front of me. A bunch of people say Jamar Chase. I know ESPN. I'm oh, sorry, CBS. Fox Sports and USA Today have them taking Devontae Smith, the Alabama wide receiver who just won the Heisman. ESPN, um, uh, the draft network at SB Nation has the Eagles taking Micah Parsons over Jamar Chase. They actually have uh, – McShay actually has uh, Devontae Smith going third and Micah Parsons. If the Eagles take a linebacker over Jamar Chase, given Howie Rosen's track record, that would be a shock. So I don't expect yeah, that. Yeah, no, no, no. <clears throat> I, 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 think, I think all things show – Honestly, what like now? If they were drafting higher, I would say this. But if if they were drafting higher, I would I would say O tackle. Well, yeah, again, I think I don't think O tackle would be completely like you know. like, like if Penny Soul was available, I think he would go like he he would be in the mix. But with all like this is a very quarterback and wide receiver heavy top top of the first round. Right, the offensive linemen are low. There's one cornerback available, like Sertan. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's either you're drafting a quarterback and heaven, holy hell, don't do that. Well, well, PFF says the Eagles might take another North Dakota quarterback, <laughs> Trey Lance, ladies and gentlemen. If North Dakota State, if another North Dakota State quarterback comes in here, you, like I, I, because again, drafts in April. I pray that you've already traded Carson Wentz to the forest corners of the world. Because you're gonna bring another quarterback in here for this? No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that to Carson. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 like. He won't like that. I wouldn't like. I, I mean, 
just my non-expert view of the draft. I mean, unless it's one of those two guys, I'm not. I'm not drafting a quarterback. Like, I mean, I don't know enough about the Zach Wilson kid from BYU or Lance or the other. Like, I think there's Lance is pretty good. Lance is pretty good. Yeah, but no, like, unless it's Fields or Lawrence, let's. Like, and and you know what? I I go back and forth where it's like, like, because I said it myself. It's like the Carson Wentz ceiling is higher, but I don't know if I don't know if you can just fix all these issues that you have with the coach in like a, a meeting. Right. Like that's just unrealistic. Yeah, like whatever issues, communication issues you have, and scheme issues, and is you know, that gonna, like, get, uh, get fixed on a Zoom meeting? You know, say like you can't just walk in and overcare and sit down for two hours. I'm like, all right, we're good. Like, yeah, let's commit fifteen million dollars to you that we don't have to. Like, no, like I don't think that's gonna it's gonna take more no. than a meeting. No, like and, and one, I like this isn't just gonna be some one sided. Like, I hope it's not. To like, oh Carson, we love. No, you need to be asking him. What you got for us, dude? Yeah, like you said, like figure out his mentals, figure out his chicken, see where his head is. Again, yes. like it's because he sure as hell don't have to worry about his paper. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not. I am not envious of Doug and Howie at all. Because again, like I don't know how you make. Like, I don't. You will. You do not have enough information, and you will not have enough information to make the decision by March 19th. You just won't. No, I I will say there there will need to be. Like infinite amounts of pride swallowed by everyone here, but no, you buy every party if they want to make this work. Yeah. And I don't know if every party involved is willing to take that like 32 ounce of pride down, right? No, you're, you're 100% right. All right, we have like 90 seconds left, so we got to do this pretty quick. Um, I don't need to run through all the games. Is there any game this weekend, the super wildcard weekend, that kind of jumps out at you? Any, any upsets, any team that we need to look out for, any team you're excited about? The Super Bowl um, weekend. The Bills. Like, Bills are tricky, like, man. I like the Bills a little bit. No, they got that. They got that. Like, yo, we good and we know it good. Mm-hmm. Like, like no, like, yeah. And I think uh, over anyone or in the league in the playoffs, AFC or NFC, I think they have the best chance to beat KC. Yeah, KC's yeah. obvious. KC's probably like obviously the prohibitive favorite, but yeah. I, I mean like. And the NFC, I mean, like, what's the like, who ends? What's the NFC championship game? I, I got to look at how the the I don't know how the bracket sh- shakes out, but let me say this: if there's a non like, if I had to pick a team that wasn't the Packers in the NFC, I, before it was the Saints. <laughs> now I'm probably leaning more towards the Bucks. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, I am not on the Seahawks. The Seahawks are terrible. No, Seahawks look bad. Seahawks look bad. And I had to, if I had to pick a team in the AFC that's not the Chiefs, I'm putting all my money on those Bills. Like those, that's a that's a fun looking yeah. Bills team. No, and and, and one, I'm not going to doubt the goat. Like, yeah, I mean, hard, people yeah. are like saying like you you should you will get an easy win this week. Like, and I, I mean, they're better than Seattle. Yeah. Regardless of where the hell you play, like better than better than the Rams. I mean, better. I mean, and and it really comes back to like and 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 New Orleans not having that one seed. Like, I I just I just don't trust Drew Brees to win a win a game in Green Bay. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. New Orleans going to Green Bay, you know, with or without Alvin Kamara, like it doesn't matter. Like it's going to be a, a tough situation for for that team. So it's going to be a very interesting Super Wild Card weekend again. Four, uh, three games every day. Three games Saturday, three games yes, Sunday. Get, yeah, get get your get your parlays in early because yes. the first game starts at one. One o'clock both days. One o'clock both days. Beautiful, beautiful Sunday and Saturday for NFL action. Thank you guys as always for tuning in. Hopefully you were able to take your mind off all the craziness. You know, the, the coups and the uh, pandemics and all that stuff that we got to deal with every day, in addition to just working your regular job. So kudos to all you guys out there for keeping <laughs> your, mentals and, your mentals and your chicken right. Um, no, man, no, man, shout out to Marshall. Once again, the the most important philosopher of my lifetime. No, like, because it's so damn true. Take care of your mentals, take care of your chicken, and take care until we meet with you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Mr. Domingo, take us out, please. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you guys. expenses to occasional splurges there's a lot to buy why not get cash back every time you spend with the PenFed power cash rewards card you get cash back on every purchase that's everywhere every time you use it you can even earn a $100 statement credit when you spend $1,500 in the first 90 days visit penfed.org powercash to apply to receive any advertised product you must become a member of PenFed insured by NCUA it's a great time to get a great deal on a new car when you get approved for an auto loan from PenFed. Our powered by true car rates are as low as 1.39% APR on new vehicles. Finance for a longer term to lower your monthly bill. Plus, take up to 60 days to schedule your first payment. Join PenFed and together we'll keep you moving forward. Anyone can apply. Visit PenFed.org auto or call 1-800-247-5626. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.